Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, hey, hey. It is uh, Wednesday evening. It's time for another episode of of Wise Words on the on the talk show. Did anyone else just get kicked off? Because <clears throat> when I tried getting on, it hung up on me. I saw that Man of Civics was on. And JD, JD's not here anymore. Hello, Rudy. Yeah, I got kicked off, too. What's going on, Chris? Yeah, it was being weird when I tried to come in. I know y'all were sitting there when I was coming in, but it was silence. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I clicked in to uh, talk, it, it just hung up. So, I don't know what happened. JD, did it hang up on you too? Yes, sir, it did. Yeah, yeah, artificial intelligence is uh, is kicking in and telling us we can't talk, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the, did you ever watch that video on the Constitution? Uh, yeah, the Hillsdale thing, it was good. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, good. I, you know, I thought it was interesting when they were talking about the right to assemble how people are social creatures and you can't just tell them like, you know, most people interpret the right to assemble today as the right to protest, but literally it's the right to get together and talk with one another to commerce. Yeah. I mean, it could be anything. It can be celebrations. It could be, you know, family discussions or discussions with friends, you know, in a social setting, you know, as a group to talk about anything. Assembling at a church. Right. Give worship. Yep. Yeah, there was um there was some pretty interesting pieces in there. I, I liked it. Um all going I, artificial. Uh, yeah. Everything um, everything it, is. I mean it, it, the SpaceX program, you know, it, it, watching that and listening to the communicational aspect of it. I mean, it's insane. They talk about this this machine like it's alive. They talk about the health of it. Um, one of the latest things that they're doing now is a drone um, that's going to traverse the ocean. Right now, it's it's doing a waypoint test. Um, but the reason that they're going to send it out into the ocean and let it kind of scooter around on the course 
is they want to test the health of the ocean. They want to analyze the health of the ocean. So this this AI, this robot's going to go out here. It's going to collect this data, and whatever this thing says is going to be the go. You know, we we won't have no control over whatever the machine says is 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 going to be, and that's the same thing that's going on with hospitals. I mean, who the hell knows who's got cancer and who don't? I mean, in in a serious in a serious note, I mean, you go into a doctor and and. And, you know, not to go off on the south end of it, but, you know, this artificial thing, I mean, it's whatever the computer's spitting out is, you, you, everybody's believing it. Uh, have you ever heard Gordy Rose talk about um, about quantum computers? No, but I can only imagine. I mean, the first, it wasn't the first one they came up with this, that was designed to, they did the two computers that talked to each other, and then they didn't know what the heck they were saying to each other. And no, you're talking about the AI that Facebook set up. I'm I'm talking about quantum computing. Quantum computing is completely different uh, than regular computing because when the computer's computing, uh, you know, typical classical computers <laughs> talk in bits, ones and zeros. Quantum computers talk in uh, qubits, so it's not a one or a zero until it gets back from from the other side. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, but when Gordy Rose is talking about it in a conference, he uh, he says something to the effect of, you know, when you're standing next to this thing, it's like standing next to the altar of an alien god, you know, and like, and he he talks about the computer breathing. Yeah, that's pretty I mean, crazy stuff. Oh, you talking about that TED talk? Yeah, with Gordy yeah, Rose. Yeah, he's the, like, uh, yeah, yeah. He said it's. He says, man, you. It has a heartbeat. You can hear it. That's what he said. I remember him saying that too. I that was some freaky stuff. And he said something about it being an altar to an alien god. Oh yeah, he said he, he was likening it to a god because of the amount of information it has. Wasn't it right in its own language and everything? You guys been seeing a lot of the ads coming in now for, for different AI things? Like just popping up on your social feeds and and um, news stories about different um, avenues of AI being released? I've oh, dude, yeah. I've been seeing a bunch of it. It's a lot. We see it. On the financial side, live and real, you know, the whole yeah. coin shortage and, you know, I mean. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been seeing it uh, being presented as a, uh, as, a, as a replacement for companionship. Um, there was a, a nursing home article about in, in England where they were, you know, introducing these robots in so that they could have friends. And um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's that yeah, I saw one. That. The porn industry's had that for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it showed a robot. It showed a robot. There was an old man sitting on a chair, wasn't it? And there's a robot yep. in front of him that says, we're bringing in AI so they don't have to be alone anymore. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. And um, there's, Get a there's dog. a dog. I'll, I'll put the ad up in the, uh, in the, in the, uh, in the chat here in a second. 
Um, it's, it's a, it's a friend called AI, uh, I'm sorry, uh, replica, my AI friend, <clears throat> friend, um, R E P L I K A replica. It says replica is the number one chatbot companion for anyone who needs a friend with no judgment, drama, or social anxiety involved. Create yours now and join millions talking to their own AI friends. And, uh, you know, it shows a picture of, of the girl. It says need a friend. Uh, create one now. So you know, you know what that just made me think of. And this is ironic, I right? So <laughs> we teach, yeah, but we teach. Thanks, John. Just shut up, buddy. You're stealing my thunder. <laughs> Anyways, robot, right? But how do we always write our I? Lowercase. That's what's on the box. Lowercase I. It's like okay, I am aware now. Is basically how I took that when I saw that box. I robot is like I self I'm aware now. What John was it like what two and a half two and a half years ago? Or I guess maybe going on three years ago in November. Uh AI became self aware. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, remember you sent me the what no maybe I sent you the video. Remember the video of the like that computer geek guy? And he's sitting there talking yeah, and doing he, that yeah. interview. Yeah, he's like, you guys, you guys are waiting for AI to become self-aware? I got news for you. Last November, it became self-aware, and I think that was like two years ago I saw that, so that's about three years. Yeah, we're, we're moving out of, and we've been moving out of the phase of, uh, of machine learning and into the phase of general, general artificial intelligence. So it was kind of funny. I was talking to somebody, um, I think yesterday, and they were talking about, uh, you know, like when this whole pandemic's over, they're gonna kind of decide who they who they wish to to let live. You know, who, who's gonna willingly be their slave? And I was like, no, they won't. You know, they they got a uh, mandate to keep the earth under 500 million people. Uh, their their slaves are going to be robots. Isn't going to be people. Yeah, etched in marble, right? Yep. The, since uh, uh, May or or March twenty second, three two two, nineteen eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I noticed. Um, hey, about seven yeah. years ago, that. Um, sorry, go ahead. It's, it's all right, John. Good. I was just gonna say something about the the article that was talking about the Georgia Guidestones. Thirty third anniversary it was on CNN a couple yeah, years ago, and uh, yeah. So it was it twenty twenty thirteen? Yeah, it came out twenty thirteen. It was <laughs> they put they put the article up on 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 uh, March twenty second. Yeah, it was pretty. I was looking at it like, wait a minute. <laughs> they they yeah, posted the, their all article. Get together and go there or go places like that. Yeah. Denver Airport. I've seen those paintings. You know what? Go ahead, Sean. Sorry, I was you were gonna say something. Am I? No, I mean it's fine, man. All I know is I've heard a lot of people say a lot of shit in their lives. And I've heard, I've said a lot of shit in my life, but I can tell you one thing. 
If Father God upstairs gets fed up, he's going to get fed up. If he says it's enough, it's going to be enough. And the good guys are going to win eventually. I know that. Now, my luck, I'll get shot in the first three damn seconds of the revolution. But you all party on. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for Yellowstone to blow. Then everybody's going to shit their pants. You know, it's going to be... Oh, uh... You know, Come on, man! It's the asteroid in November. <laughs> yeah, it's asteroid 2020. But in reality of it is, you know, if a major disaster strikes a continent, you know, it's look at Haiti. You know, when the massive earthquake went in, and leveled it. Hell, the U.S. had everything over there and still wouldn't go in. They wouldn't release it. So who who's got your back? You know, it's your congregation around you. It's those you know. It's, it's you know, the, the governor is the one that's standing on top of your crumbled house that's, you know, screaming for help because they're trying to dig your ass out. And in, until we get back on track and, and start taking some responsibility in this country for ourselves and stop allowing the representation, be present in mind. And, and, hey, and things will, yeah. Hey, uh, John, if you are you going to talk about that stuff you want to talk about today, or can I bring something up? No, I was, I was going to hold off. I was going to let you kind of take it today or tonight. Well, I mean, I don't want to take it. I just wanted to tell everybody about this about stuff. Earlier. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, we there. Oh my gosh, dude. Keep in mind that I understand when you consent, all right? So nobody has to explain that. But we had the school board here, our local school board, had this online meeting. And these people, I don't, it, it's like watching Laurel and Hardy and the Three Stooges all together. They just don't, they're nonsensical, man, the whole way they think about everything. But anyway, they're mandating these masks, all right? And what I thought was what, you know, all right, argue about the mask. Do you wear one? Do you not wear one? You stay at six foot, whatever. We'll have that discussion. But they said once this board rules on something, the parents have nothing to say. They have no opinion. And that burned through me like a freaking knife through butter, man, because I cannot stand bullies, and if you'd have heard the way this the guy's tone was, it was so haughty and full of hubris. Like, you you really think you have more authority over my daughter than I do? And I'm not going to pull the semantical word argument right now. I'm just saying. But do you guys see where that kind of thing is going? I mean, do you do you yeah. really see yeah. what's going the on? Attitude. It's well, the yeah. attitude and, coming in. Yeah, the societal well, only, attitude. Well, they're take, it's already been there, but they're like everybody's starting to feel like a little bit of a Napoleon thing right now because the governments are starting to tighten up. But the thing is, what I what I this this art debate has been going on about three days around here, and uh, it's just amazing to me that I I see people write things like, "No, they need to let us," or "No, we should be allowed to," and I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> you're asking for some type of permission to govern your own offspring? Like, that's even in our minds to say that. Um, right. So you're saying 
Sean, you're saying the response of some of the people has been, you know, we sh they're 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 upset, and their response is that atti their attitude is like, you know, we should be able to, or or they're oh, they're in well, that mindset it, that they're it's 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 idiocy, man. I wish you had read that thread. I had this debate with this lady from my high school. I mean, she's probably a sweet enough lady, you know. Um, but she's like, no, you you have to wear a mask. It's the law. I'm like, well, it's not a law, actually, you know. And we we went around that corner. And uh, but the the thing was, is she kept saying I didn't have a choice, and my daughter didn't have a choice, and I didn't have the choice to tell my daughter she didn't have a choice, and none of that. And I just I, I let she kind of went on for a bit, and then I was like, look, you think abortion? Do you believe in abortion? You think? Do you agree with it? She comes back, yeah, you know, I'm pro-life, but I believe there's also a choice, and that's between the patient and the doctor. And I said, so let me get this straight. She, uh, no, then she wrote, uh, so do you believe something about women? I don't know. Anyway, it just kept going uh, down the road of you don't have a choice but to wear the mask, but I have a choice to murder the kids sometimes. It's like you, you can't, you know? So I went through this big spiel and just showing her, like you're sitting here saying you have the choice to murder a kid, but I don't have the choice not to wear a mask. Well, it's your body. Well, it's my body. Well, right, it's my body too. You know, mm -hmm. this is my body. And, and she, dude, she's still arguing. I pretty much quit talking, but I just wonder if anybody had read that thread. It was just, it's just interesting. She's being polite. I mean, she seems like a nice person. But she literally cannot see how completely backwards her whole way of thinking is, man. It, it, it's yeah, it's plus, just amazing. You, you guys really have to just go on there and read it. it it's it's, it's yeah. just in, it's insane. I saw part of it, and um, I caught some of that interaction that you had there, and... and and uh and i kind of got lost in some of it you know some of the, the stuff that she had she had been saying that uh, i'll have to read it again but um it's, it's hard i mean to, it really is though man. she she goes from one thing to the like she just literally flips it at will mm -hmm. it, it doesn't even see the double-mindedness she has that duplistic way of thinking like they're pissed that the cops are exerting force and i'm like uh that's what governments do. But you want big government. So like you're asking for a totalitarianism because people can't govern themselves. But then you get pissed and whine and burn shit down when the government makes you do it. <laughs> wow. Keep going, man. Just rah, rah, rah. Go team. It just sometimes, man. If you didn't cry, you gotta laugh because it's it's just you're like, oh my god, ah, yeah, blows my mind. If it doesn't blows make, my mind, doesn't make you laugh, it makes you cry, <laughs> right, JC? I mean, it's so damn dangerous, well, man. Sure. I mean, it's some of the most dangerous thinking. And that girl went to school with me, like she's my age. I wouldn't expect her to be. That deep in, I mean, I can't even imagine anybody listening to Joe Biden talk and think, yeah, I want that guy to govern me. Is this the same one that threatened to shoot you? No, that was some other lady. 
Yeah, John, did I tell, oh, I told John about that. I had a lady, man. She was walking down the side. Of the road. Just listen to this. She has to be a Biden supporter. So I'm pulling off of a street making a left onto a, a main street. And she literally was no further than 75 feet from me. And I have a Dodge Ram 1500. So when the Hemi kicks in and the fan kicks in, it's pretty loud. But she was standing about a foot and a half, two foot into the roadway. So I had to get out onto the road. And, I, you know, I like to get into the lane because there's a curb there as fast as I can. So I, I went way around her because I didn't want to scare her. Went on my way, didn't think anything of it. Met my wife real quick, went to Lowe's, grabbed a sandwich. I was gone about 45 minutes, an hour. Come back, pull into the job, and this SUV pulls up. And, and I see the lady, and I'm like, hey, can I help you? She goes, you almost killed me. I said, what are you talking about? She goes, you almost ran me over. I said, ma'am, no, I saw you. I promise I saw you. You had a bag in your left hand and everything. I said, I remember. She goes, let me tell you something. That's a felony. And the next time, buddy, I'm, I'm, I got news for you. I have a license to carry. And the next time, I'll shoot you and your tires out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, this lady just tried to kill me in the front yard. So I told her she wasn't my mommy and to go away. <laughs> she wasn't trying to be your mommy. She was trying to be your governor. <laughs> I just, I was just like, after a minute, I thought she was kidding. But, no, she was pretty serious. Hey, really stranger posted oh up in the chat asking um, about a notice to file a lawsuit. Rudy Stranger was on the on the call last week. <laughs> hey, Rudy, you want to raise your hand on mute you? Oh, he said that the uh, Georgia guy stones were granite. They weren't marble. Yeah, just a, just an FYI. Yeah, is he raising the type of marble, right? Um, mm, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Granite's super hard. It takes a lot of water to cut granite. Right. It's it's very expensive. Marble softer compared compared to granite. Yeah, I used to be a tile setter, so I I worked with a lot of that stuff. Anyway, yeah. Um. I'm curious about a notice of intent to file a lawsuit. You spoke of this briefly, maybe a month ago. You said if someone had a, I don't even remember the particular situation, but you said you should file a notice of intent to file a lawsuit. You don't want to do a list pendants because it's Latin, but that's kind of what I want to do uh, regarding my, this lien that they're, you know, that they're doing on my property for these taxes. I was thinking that that might be, something I could file in the Kemp court record, the county record, saying that, you know, I'm not, I'm, that I am contesting everything that they're doing. Just right now, I don't want to go for a full lawsuit because I still think we could probably settle this eventually, but I just don't want them to be able to just Well, I'll tell you this right now. If you minute. tell somebody you're going to sue them, there, there's pretty much no talking after that. <laughs> that that's about how it goes. <laughs> Okay, so what is the function of a of a document like that? Uh, well, um, I mean, I I don't know which episode you're listening to because I, I know what you're talking about, but it was probably half a year ago. 
Um, I remember the gentleman who came on, he was from Texas too, I believe, and somebody had ripped him off and, you know, he was basically just wishing to put something on the record because um, he didn't know if this guy, this guy had taken a bunch of information from him and uh, he didn't know if he was going to use the information. They were working on some type of application or app together uh, for, for growing herbs not marijuana and uh and apparently this guy took his uh all of his information and things that he had written down about growing microgreens and you know when to start them and what all the correct conditions are and you know the feeds and yeah. this and that and he thought the guy was going to go and make an app out of it and make a bunch of money off of it so you know he didn't want the statute of limitations to run up and i was like well if that's all you're worried about you know just just go put some type of notice down but in your in your case i i wouldn't do a notice um you know like if you tell them that you're gonna sue them you should do it when you're serving them okay Okay. No. Yeah, you're right about that episode. It's just that I try. I listen to a lot of the back episodes, and there's just so many. I, I guess I get them kind of all mixed up. But I'm listening for content. You know, certain things. I'm. So I listen to you know a lot of the, the material, but I pull. I just remember certain things that you know that kind of pique my interest. But sometimes it's very brief, and then it's like, oh, I want to know more about that topic. Well, that's why we're on the show every Wednesday. I mean. Uh, in, in in respect to what you're talking about, Rudy, um, you know, maybe it's better to kind of think in terms of um, alluding to those kinds of things that you could do, you know, in your communications, like in the communication, allude to, you know, kind of what you're, what you're, where you're coming from, but don't say it outright. Well, I um, mean... Hey, look, be, before you go and actually sue somebody, you got to go through the administrative process. You you basically got to tell them straight up what's going on, what your position is, and can you guys work it out or not? Um, you know, I mean, even though you're not saying, hey, I'm suing you, you're basically saying, hey, if we can't work this out, we're going to go to court. And and remember something that I've said before, and I haven't said this in a long time, but the wrongdoer always summons court. You know what I mean? So whether you're the one who who is actually the claimant or, you know, whether you're the defendant, like, uh, you know, if somebody gets arrested for a statutory violation, um, the wrongdoer summons in court. The government's the one summons in court. You know, so the wrongdoer will always summons court because if nobody did anything wrong, then there'd be no reason for court to exist. Right. Okay. Well, I wrote to the clerk of the county. Actually, I wrote three letters last week. The clerk actually wrote me back in, in a, this particular area that I live in. I've written... I don't know, maybe a dozen letters over the last year or so to different people. And she's the only one that has responded. I was kind of excited. She basically blew me off, 
and told me to call her on the phone because I wasn't real clear with what I wanted. But I was still shocked she actually wrote me back and she even put letterhead, stamped it with the court seal. Man, it was kind of a dressed up letter. I think I'll save it. You know, but I wrote, but I wrote to the tax collector. Um, she didn't respond. I wrote to the attorney. They haven't responded yet. I don't. They haven't even picked up the letter. I sent that one with the return card attached to it. I haven't even received that back in the mail yet. And then I've written to like the sheriff in the past and different people over the years, and and none of them, even the the board of supervisors over the tax appraiser. I've written to the chairman of the board. And they never even bothered to respond to me. And I know they got the letter because I know a sitting member. And I was like, hey, did you guys ever get my letter? And he was like, he, he did say they did. But they just don't answer you. They don't write back. So I don't know how you communicate with them because you can't talk to them because everybody just gets mad and standoffish. And it's basically like it's not even happening anyway because you can always just say, no, I didn't say that. You try to write to them and they don't respond. So what do you do? What do you do in that instance? I, I don't know because I don't know what you're writing. Okay. okay. Well, I just write like uh, what would be an example of what I write? Like to the like when I write to the the appraisal officer, you know, it's like when they wanted me to have a driver's license. I wrote to them and asked them to provide the law and they didn't provide a law. They, they did send me a copy of tax code, but they well, never. It's, it's kind of like I was talking about last week. You know, it's not their job to provide the law for you. And in fact, I'm actually surprised that they didn't tell you that you should go consult a private attorney. So Sean, Sean actually had a friend who uh, went back in what the late eighties or nineties and, you know, hired an attorney and a tax accountant or an accountant like with a CPA and and hired people to go find the tax laws like where you have to pay the IRS. And they gave him an affidavit or some type of document saying that they couldn't find it, that he had paid them good consideration to go find this law that they thought it would be really easy to find and that they couldn't find it. Yeah, that's my that's my belief that there is no law. That <laughs> I, I mean, it's that's that simple. So, but yeah, I mean, if you're asking them something like to show you the law or provide the law, they they have no duty or obligation to show you the law. But if they're moving, if they're moving a um, lien or something against me, they don't have to. There's not, I mean, how does that work? Well, you know, so far, I think they just have a notice of lane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, yep, I, I, can, I can actually send you a copy of it. And is it against you? I mean, <clears throat> well, there's, one thing I would, there's one thing I would say maybe you could start thinking about. Maybe, maybe approaching it a little bit different way instead of like on a defensive posture. I mean, who has a lien on your house? Yeah, exactly. You see my point? 
Yeah. And instead of going down the road they want you to go down, just travel the road you're already on. Like, there's no reason to, to deviate. I mean, that's one of the most important things, man. So I, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. You guys have, I mean, those programs. I mean, it's really, up. it's hard, yeah, dude. Absolutely. I know. It's really hard. What? I get, like, oh, my well, God. You know, even, even me, sometimes I get locked into the, that mindset. Like, I'll find myself start trailing down there. And I'm like, what am I doing? You just get, you know, well, so innocent. It's a, bit, it's a bit intimidating is all it is because you're still, until you are successful, um, and, you know, because, and, I mean, I don't do this all the time, so I don't have a lot of, I mean, I've had a few successes um, with getting, like, like getting my children. That was a big success. And those people, tra- I mean, it was rough. It was hard. To, it was like a hard couple of years. But this is a whole nother ball of wax, and it's just until I go through it, I'm still going to have my moments where I'm just like, oh. But I, but I get you. I know it's like, who? Who is the person? Who is the man? Who, there is no there is no person. There is nobody. Nobody has a lean against. Nobody's, nobody's even communicating with me. It's all, it's all capital did letters, you, and it's... Did you listen to last week's show? Yeah, yeah, I was on it. I, I was on, I talked, I was the one talking a lot. Maybe it was a show before that. I'm trying to remember. I did. It was one, I've li- which I've one, Sean? To several, several of the back shows. There was a lady on there at JD. I can't remember her name, and I apologize for that, but I'm old. She was struggling with understanding, you know, the persona or the person versus the woman and how to act. And I asked her how old she was. I think she said she was 47. I said, so you've been a woman for 47 years. Is there anybody on the planet that can convince you that you're not a woman? She said, no. I said, are you sure? Nobody? And she said, no. And I said, well, what changes when you're dealing with court or cops or anything I think it's once you start getting into that mindset like yeah so um, you know you're holding a position of man and you're just kind of calling it out for what it is so the first question might be who has a lien on the house or the property whatever it is well you know there's a and I, yeah I get that so thank you I, I, it just helps to reinforce that there's a county commissioner that works where I deliver my wood and we talk, we've become, you know, close acquaintances because we interact most days of the week. And, um, he told me the other day, he's like, you know, they're just going to take your house. They're just going to auction your house and take it. And when so, and I'm like, listen to what you're saying. I was like, can you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? That sounds ridiculous to me because there's gotta be due process of law. It's like, no, man, due process is the tax call, the code. They, they, it's all right. And I'm like, and I left there kind of mad at him for saying that to me. And, um, I was a bit upset for about, I don't know, about a day because when someone that is, you know, it's not really, he's no different than I am, but he's been doing this. He's a lot, he's older than I am. So he's been in the county government for a long time. And, 
when they just have this, fin- you know, this finality to the things they're saying to you when you just can't make them see, you know, you just, I mean, it's just, it's absurd. It's, it's just crazy. It's like you talking about the school board. It's just ridiculous that they would even sit there and say something so silly. It's like, no, man, there's got to be a due process. You know, you can't just show up to my house one day and say, you got to leave. It's our house now. It, it, it just sounds crazy. Well, you know, there's a, there's a bright side to that, though. And that is this. I mean, I know it doesn't seem like it, but the more they push... The harder they push, the more of their mask that they reveal to people, the more people are going to start going, hmm. It's pretty interesting. Look at the whole countrywide deal when that mortgage, when that fraud happened. Not a single individual out there who had a contract at that time caused that. But the implementations of it were... Everybody scrambled. Bank of America scrambled and started picking this stuff up, sending out documentation. Oh, you must sign this. Oh, you must sign this. But in reality, if men and women understood exactly what was going on, they would have walked right up in there and said, no, the institution broke the contract. They breached the contract and committed fraud. And what, 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 what were you saying that about? The whole countrywide deal, where they, you know, when they when they did the mortgage thing, and they breached the contract. I mean, oh, they I, actually, don't see, I don't see that. No, 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 no. That wasn't just them, man. We shouldn't be getting mortgages. We caused the debt. Well, true. They just, cap, they, just capital, they just capitalized on it, man. It took all the money, like they just did again in March <laughs> or April. If, if, others, so, if others would have paid attention to that, that was a prime example of them. I mean, it was right out in public um, that Oh, my. And nobody saw that. Everybody was like, well, it is now. I mean, look what they're doing now. And everybody, most of the people are just like, <laughs> I mean, it's just, huh? What do you mean something's going on? Just wear your mask, man. Don't worry about it. People just don't pay attention well, enough, a, and even when you tell them, they don't pay attention. There's an interesting mass story here. There's this lady I've known most of my life, and um, I saw her when this all started. They were, you know, it was optional to wear the mask. I saw her and one of her daughters at a grocery store, and I was like, "Hey, you guys are wearing some nice masks, you know." And you know, they were like, "Well, we got diabetes and blah blah blah." whatever they had these health problems they had to be careful i was like cool so this was several months back when this was all optional still and then they pretty much they got pretty strict about it because after 20 cases in a county the county had to go into mandatory masks our counties were little so we didn't have that apply for a long time but the county joining us is where the bigger town is and where you go to buy groceries and go to the movies and all that type of stuff it's like 40 miles away so anyway um, I saw the same, this, this woman, I saw her at our little gas station slash grocery store like two days ago. And I had no idea they had removed our mask mandate here because I'm not on Facebook or anything like that. And I don't know what goes on most of the time, but, um, <clears throat> I, I saw her with no mask and I was like, Hey, where's your mask? And she's like, well, they lifted the mandate. We don't have to wear masks anymore. 
and I, I was just, I looked at her and I was like, so just because the judge, the county judge signed an order saying now you don't have to wear a mask, the virus now is not a threat to you and your diabetes. You know, it's like the, 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 the thinking, I just, I couldn't get it because as long as yeah. the judge said you had to wear a mask, they're wearing it. Yeah. But as soon as the judge signed the order and said, you don't have to wear the mask anymore, then they're not, even though they got, so it's crazy. It's a sub, I'm sorry. It's a, sub, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a subservient, <laughs> um, it's a subservient mindset of just, you know, following orders. People are ingrained with that. You know, and that's why they were able to just lock down the whole country so easily. Just like everybody just went inside and just followed the order, you know, they shut down their business, you know, the way that they provide an income for their family, you know, for the majority of people. They just follow the orders, you know, and, and, and many people are just waiting for the go ahead to, you know, like wait, like just kind of like wandering around you know, wandering and wondering, you know, when is this going to end? Well, it ends when, whenever you say it ends, not, not them, because they're just going to keep going, you know, year after year, it's going to be more, you know, whatever, whatever they come up with, it's just going to be more of the same, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's really about changing the thinking. And, but like Sean well, I quit, said, uh, I quit wearing them. Yeah, oh, like Sean said, the, the um, um, you know, the change is is coming. The more they push, the more people will wake up. But it's you know, it's 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 uh, it all has to do with the balance and how big that wave is and how powerful. Well, the other thing is, if sorry. Well, the other thing to, is, they push right. The more we wake up, the harder they push. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So the more people that wake up, the harder they're going to push. This is going to keep going yeah. and going and going. Right. Game time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but what do you do? So I quit wearing a mask like three or four weeks ago. I just said, man, I just can't. It's it's like I'm lying to myself about this silly stuff. And so I go into a bunch of stores when I because. You know, I'll, I'll have to buy parts for my saws or I'll go buy groceries or I'll go to Walmart or I'll go to tractor supply to get feed for my animals. And so I'm in all these big box stores and the first maybe two or three times I went in, people would be like, sir, do you have a mask? And I'm like, no, I have a medical condition. And they're like, okay. And then after that, I mean, like the first time I did it, I would have a couple of other people in the store ask me something, but I don't know. I guess I've, you know, it's a smaller community, even though the town's bigger, still small. And I know I probably stand out a little bit now. Mm -hmm. Nobody, I was in there Tuesday, yesterday, last night, I was in all these stores again and nobody even, even the people at the front of the store, like their security people or whatever, you know, their greeters, they, they don't even ask me anymore. They don't, they, I just walk right by them. They, they don't even bother me. Nobody does. And I asked, uh, I asked one of the line supervisors, you know, we got your, all your checkouts. You got one person making sure that, you know, one line isn't backed up or whatever. I asked them one day, I was standing in line. I was like, will you guys call the cops on me for not wearing a mask? And they're like, no, we don't care. But if one of the other customers feels threatened by you not wearing a mask, they can call the police. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So our yeah. boxes here don't, their policy is not to 
they'll ask you, do you have a mask or do you have a medical condition? But they're not going to call the cops to enforce the ordinance. Do you, yeah, do you I, see I, where I, that I, argument inevitably leads? Like you've got one side that's like, you know, don't, you're going to, I feel threatened by you not wearing the mask. And the government's going to be like, well, we've got to protect these people. And then the other side's going to go, yeah, but you're taking away my right to whatever. And they're going to go, well, that's true. You got, and it, it just gives every bit of it just keeps feeding and feeding and feeding. And the government gets bigger and bigger and then just kills everybody. It just, it does it. It's such a, ah. Uh, I, I, it, it's the crazy. arguments are so silly, dude. You're either free or you're not free. <laughs> There's no variances of that. You're either freaking free or you're not. Yes. No, well, I'm waiting for them argument. to declare we're free. Hey. Yeah, in America, um, you're, free, you're free until they tell you you're not. <laughs> right. Five, seven, one has their hand up, and then... Mindy has has her hand up after five seven one, but five seven one had their hand up first. Five seven one, you're on the air. JC, can you can you meet hey, me out, hey brother, guys. please? Uh, sure. Can you hear me? Because I hear people talking still. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey. Uh, so, um, JD, uh, I got um, I, I spoke with you earlier on Messenger today, and um, I was asking you about. Um, about discharging your social security number and your birth certificate um and he right. responded basically that uh that it was unnecessary you just don't use them um what would you what would you guys suggest if uh if you're behind in taxes and you're just i'm uh, just learning all of this stuff and so i have filed um some back taxes and obviously owe a bunch of money so um i mean in that case i'm i'm, I'm already i'm already pretty much on the hook for it with my social um so that's that was kind of my interest in in trying to discharge that what what would what would you guys advise in that kind of case man there's some um, pretty that's a deep question man yeah there's a lot going I'll, on I'll, there I'll tell you, is it personal I'll tell you what, is it business is it corporate is it i mean it's personal. It's uh, it's for an LLC, so we're self-employed. Uh, have an LLC with an EIN number um, in Virginia, and so um, so you know it's it's state and federal taxes that that I'm behind on. Employees involved, I'm sure. No, no employees. Uh, just self-employed. Uh, we have independent contractors, but they're just they're just paid separately and handle their own taxes. So there's there's no withholding for anyone else. It's just. Uh, just we've just been you know collecting and paying them and paying our bills um but there but there aren't any employees uh, just a couple questions so the guys know kind of where what ground they stand on okay i'm I'm Go sorry ahead, was that a Go ahead, Sean you were gonna say something Sean Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Uh, is someone speaking to me? No, they were asking me something. I, I don't know that oh, I was okay. going to say anything. I, what I was, what, why do you, man, that's, the reason it's loaded is because you, you've pretty much submitted to everything already. Right, yeah. And now you're kind of trying to get out of it? Or is this kind of a, 
spiritual thing. Oh, well, like I mean, what, it, in other words, always, I guess it, the question would be, why are you? Why do you think you don't owe these taxes? Well, I mean, if uh, if if what I'm reading about uh, income tax in general is is true, um, then it seems to me it doesn't apply to private individuals. It's supposed to be uh, for for interstate commerce or for people who are doing international international commerce. Um, that's 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 what I'm coming across in 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 sort of trying to learn about this stuff. Um, and may so, I ask and, what you I mean, what, and, and may I ask where you're getting I, the information that you're you're reading? I'm trying to. I just want to understand uh, where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, specifically, specifically as far as that goes, I um I don't know where I first saw it, but I'm in that uh, group called Friends in Law. Uh, on uh, which I know JD is a member of as well, um, and they they go into some of it there, talking about you know um, just that it's uh, basically that it's all tied to your your fictional person that's created, and if you are not your fictional person, then you then my understanding is that you're not obligated to 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 pay those debts for the fictional person. Well, you. Yeah, you guys, you just got to watch out because there's a lot of, you know, misinformation out there. And um, I know that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's, it's, that's it's, what's finally got me calling in because it's like, you know, I'm trying to get information. It's, it's, uh, it takes absurd discernment to try to figure out who's blowing smoke and who's, who's legit. And it's, um, so I'm just trying to talk to lots of different well, people. There's, I, think, I think what happens there's is a lot, lot of times people, people blow smoke and they don't realize they're blowing smoke. You know, they just think that something's true because they were told that you know and they pass it on and stuff and i still make sure, mistakes yeah. too but um but yeah i mean you know you, you get you just got to watch out for what you've contracted into yourself into you know and and be aware of you know the things that um you've gotten involved um with so um right i'll tell you yeah i'll tell you this okay um the first thing is is I do not give legal advice. I'm not an attorney. That's the first thing you have to understand. This is my opinion, and it's what I've done in my own life. Okay, you right. got to decide what's right for you. You're 100% responsible for all your decisions. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. The last time I filed, okay, <laughs> it, I ended up owing a lot. I mean, you know, relatively speaking. And then there was when I figured out something was drastically wrong, and it started me on my journey. So I was already in the fire, just like you, maybe worse. But the last year I filed, I paid. Because the way I looked at it was this. For a long time, I was pissed. And I screamed fraud, and I screamed liars, and I screamed this, and I screamed that, and I prayed, why don't you punish them, dear Lord God in heaven, and all those things, you know. And by the time I got towards the end of it, I realized, you idiot. You did it. And it really kind of let me let go of the anger. Um, so I felt like, all right, I screwed up this year. I learned not to anymore, and I don't wish to. So I just felt, to me, it felt, and I'm not saying that I was right, 
I'm saying to me, it was both felt like a spanking and a reward at the same time. Like, here's the toll for the bridge. I'm on my way out. Just to make sure you guys understand that. And right. as of three years, they're still honoring that agreement. I wrote the appropriate people and told the truth of my heart, laid it on the line. And they seemed pretty cool with it. Even if they weren't cool with it, what else would I have done? But all this is can for you means, and I'm going to tell you right now, if it is not really in your heart, you better not do it. Because it, you're talking about some really, really dangerous stuff. I mean, there's really serious issues and consequences for people who go about it the wrong way for the wrong reasons and they don't do research and they only only listen to what other people tell them. They don't have a heart for themselves, like a thought for themselves, and that's really what being man and law is or woman in law is having your own mind to govern. So the question you're asking is not only a logistical one, but it is a very philosophical one. So I would say the first thing you need to sit down and determine is why are you doing this? Do you believe it's honorable? And how much of it is your fault? How much of it is theirs? So that you can get around that obstacle, lay down your anger, because if you don't, it's going to rule you, because anger leads to fear, and, then, and the infamous words of Yoda, fear leads to suffering. So I don't know how much you said to you, man, they were saying I owe a lot of money, and uh, I just handled it the best and the most appropriate way I knew how, and I was just telling the truth. I don't wish to volunteer, but I didn't file either, so without knowing your paperwork, what you filed, how you wrote it, um, what agreements you've worked out, and in what way, I have to answer that really loose. Yeah. And just give yeah. you the, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be evasive. I'm just saying, man, I don't know, because I don't know your specific case. And John, I don't know if John agrees with me. Maybe he might. But uh, it's just, you know, it's hard to answer those kind of questions like that without seeing your case. Sure. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, it's it's enough that uh, you know, it'll 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 be everything that we have. I mean, it's I mean, it's pretty much enough that it'll be, you know, we don't we don't own anything really. We have, you know, cars and well, I got four kids. Um, but it's uh I mean, it'll 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 take everything we have if we have anything. You know, I mean, it's looking at either bankruptcy or or I mean, it's pretty much looking at bankruptcy. So I mean that's and as far as why I'm doing it, I, I'm doing it because I I recognize that that it's all that it's all fraud. I I I know that the whole thing. Hey man, is fraud. It, it's and, not fraud. Um, it's not fraud. They're telling you exactly what they're doing. It's all in the words. You know, there's full disclosure. It's just most people don't understand what the words mean. Um, so I I've never filed taxes before in my life and what i was going to say is you know you're talking about if you own anything well if you have an income tax you don't own anything you know if you have an income tax 
and people have known this for a really long time, it's not new knowledge, but if there's an income tax, then the government gets to decide what they're going to let you have. And you don't own anything. They do. Because they tax it. So I'm actually going to be talking about taxes tomorrow night, but the uh, episode won't air until Sunday. I think Stan has some information on that. But just to go into a little bit of stuff, so you know, you couldn't exactly reference anything. I'm looking at the Massachusetts Constitution. This is part the first, okay? Because they 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 do their constitution a little weird. So part the first, Article Twenty Three. No subsidy, charge, tax, impost, or duties ought to be established, fixed, laid, or levied under any pretext whatsoever without the consent of the people or their representatives in the legislature. That's because they have to get consent. Let's go to the North Carolina Constitution. I wonder, you know, when they say that, though, if they say or right or the legislature i mean if the legislature has then decided that that's what it's going to be how does that not trap you as a person it's your legislature whether you voted All right, for check, or whether check you this out so, your... so north carolina article one section eight representation and taxation the people of this state shall not be taxed or made subject to the payment of any impost or duty without the consent of themselves or their representatives in the General Assembly freely given, okay? So it has to be your representative. You have to freely give your consent. You have to vote. You have to not fire them. You have to acquiesce. But if, but if the representative that was elected, whether you voted or not, they're still technically your representative as if you were no no they're not look look this is something that we talk about a lot on this show i i wrote the attorney general a letter uh, of my state and the united states of america and i said hey you're the general attorney for all of the elected officials i don't know who my elected officials are here here's where i domicile here's where i stay so since you are their attorney and you can act in the capacity of their attorney, I'm letting you know so that you can let them know they're fired. If they believe they represent me or my interests, they're fired. I'm being very, very clear. You do not represent myself or my interests. Well, I mean, but so so why does making a statement like that then not just uh, like, I mean, I understand what you guys are saying about with when you sign when you send your taxes in and sign it, you're you're signing contract basically and admitting to it. But if you don't understand the nature of the relationships, I mean, my understanding was that if there's not, I mean, and and this is all really new to me, guys. I'm a biologist. I'm not a I'm not a law person. Um, but my understanding is that if there isn't a meeting of the minds or that both parties don't understand what is going on, you know, then it's 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 null and void that that it's not that you're not responsible for it if you didn't understand what uh, yeah, you were see this this is some bad information because you know i mean that's correct in a common law contract 
And in a common law contract, you got another man or another woman or somebody with a mind sitting across from you that you're coming to some type of agreement with. You have somebody that you can negotiate with, right? Right. Your, your taxes aren't a common law contract. And uh, they're a statutory administrative fee. Right. And, uh, but I mean, my it's a completely that... different type of law and, and not to mention that's a completely different type of law. But also if you look on the tax form, it's going to say at the bottom of it that you're signing it, understanding it, and that you know that you're signing it under the penalty of perjury. You know, I mean, they're, they're pretty clear about all this. Right. But I mean, hey, how about, how about... go ahead. Well, what I was going to say, man, look, <clears throat> I've got a a very dear friend of mine um, lives in Arkansas. And he, I call him Don Quixote, because he chases, he just attacks everything. There's just, they're evil, and it's the fraud, and there's hell and fire. <laughs> like, dude, stop. Just stop. Nobody put a gun to your head and said, go get a social security card. Nobody said you had to go to the DMV and get a driver's license. Nobody but your mama and you. The decisions we make are because we're lazy. We don't read the fine print. Look, man, I never read the agreement on computers. I'm not reading all that. I just want to see the video, or I want to see the article, or whatever. Just let me see it. Everybody does that. And that's why we're in trouble, man. That's why nobody knows where they stand. And there's people, I mean, literally so twisted, you cannot even communicate with them. It's like they're in a different freaking dimension. Um, but they told you, man. I mean, the Social Security Act says you're an auxiliary beneficiary. But you've got people teaching seminars for thousands of dollars, charging people, saying that you're the beneficiary and they're the trustee of the SESTA QV Trust, and if you read Minnesota Rule 220. Uh, man, I went down some of those roads. At the end of the day, who do you owe money to? And why? And if you're entangled in something, the first person to always look at is yourself, which I know you are. I'm not. I'm not suggesting you're not. But it just you have. Just I would just accept the reality that they do disclose everything. I 100%. John, I agree with John. I did not realize that, but I'm telling you, John, did they not honor it up there at that federal courthouse? We absolutely honored it. I mean, dude. It was so gentle, I thought it was a trick. <laughs> Man, Shaman was calling me like three months later, like, dude, I know they're going to land the helicopter on my house any moment now. What are you guys referencing? What are you talking about? What incident or exchange? Uh, yeah. No, the the first time house knocking on the door standing in the front yard trying to give him uh, you know tell him that he's got a bill due and 
it was deep, you know. It wasn't even a bill that was being handed over. It was, and it wasn't even the guy, the constable had nothing to do with it. He wasn't, and Sean didn't know the constable nothing, but he's trying to freaking bribe him out of money or bad dream. It was great. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm telling you, man, it surprised me. And I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I didn't do anything, but t- listen, John didn't even agree with what the hell I was going to tell him. He agreed with about probably half of it, but I'm not writing for John. I'm writing for Sean, and that's exactly I wanted them to know what I believed. I mean, that's what I was standing on, so here's what I'm thinking. Here's what it is, guys. This is where I stand. I don't know where you stand, and I really don't care. You do your thing, and I'll do me. That's pretty much what I did. I didn't fight them. I didn't. I didn't do. I didn't say anything. I'm not a tax protester. I think every U.S. citizen should pay their taxes, and I don't give a shit if they tax each other into oblivion. That's exactly what I said. Tax 100 percent. None of my business. You said some fatherly comments there. I think. Do what? Didn't you say something about knowing knowing? our father or something, and you apparently... Well, yeah, I mean, that's my... No, no, I did. I, I didn't come at him like that. I just said, I'm of this kingdom of heaven, and you're of your kingdom, and I don't... I'm not going to bend my knee to your God. And they said, well, who's that? And I said, I don't... I think it was Obama at the time. I'm like, Obama, or Trump, or whoever it was. I don't remember now the date, but... It's, uh... I didn't... I just... That was what I learned, man. And it took me being a bumbling idiot for the for the father to get that through to my head. Like, I had to screw up the dumbest, like, I would never do that. That's <laughs> just stupid. But I had to do that to get to the end of me. And the reason I'm telling you this is because, <clears throat> listen, brother, I'm going to tell you, you'll never, ever have a victory if you're not true to yourself. I just don't think it's, I just don't think it's possible. You got it's so important, man, that you know deep down who you are, what you serve, who you serve, and how you serve. Like you got to really, that's got to be way down in your gut. And then the funny thing, and I'll always give him credit for this, but Carl Lentz, when I was down at this place one time, said the first time I met him, I said, "Look, what is? What do you mean being man, dude? I'm not a wussy. I'm not. What are you talking about?" He's like, look, I can't explain it to you. He said, but I will tell you this. When you figure it out, you're going to laugh. You're going you're gonna to laugh when you finally get it. He said, but I can't really tell you. I, I, I can try, but I'm, I'm not going to be able to tell you. And I found out that day in court exactly what he meant. So were you successful in court, or were you unsuccessful in court? No, I was successful. When you found out what The helicopter never landed on his house. No, man, I mean, they may be saving it for Agenda 2020, but (laughs) I'm just saying, uh, yeah, man, the judge was laughing at the end. The same guy was threatening me the time before that who stood up and screamed at me across the courtroom. This time was he, he laughed when I went in, and he laughed as as I was leaving. I mean, the whole atmosphere like this was the atmosphere in court that I'm having right now. 
Ask John. We were sitting there talking, laughing. Uh, the judge was smiling. The, the U.S. attorney was, I think, a little taken back. And, and this all very, happened after he got caught sneaking a knife in to the federal courthouse. <laughs> by accident, in my Bible. I thought that was, I mean, a cop. I, you know how many times I've been to court, man? I can't even tell you how many times I've been to court. Just used it as a bookmarker. Forgot all about it because I was worried about everything else. And I forgot the most mundane, simple thing. And that taught me a lesson. And I'll tell you what the lesson is, okay? Here it is. I don't care how much you study. I don't care how much you read, how many videos you watch, how many people you talk to, how many seminars you go to. None of it. I don't care. If, if you're not... If you don't surrender to your own idea, then you are not being honest. Like, dude, I, I was, believe me, I could have lost everything and probably my marriage. Um, and I got a kid, so let me tell you, my pucker, my pucker factor was up. But man, I just believed I believed it so strong, you know. I just I just knew it in my heart and I couldn't go back on it. I just couldn't. I mean I even told my wife, I'm like, look, if it comes down to this idea or you, I'm sorry. But I mean who what kind of husband would I be if I did bend on my ideas and didn't stand by them? You know, I, I mean why would a woman want to be married to somebody like that? A bootlicker. But, what I mean, I'm conflict? telling you all this <clears throat> with what? what? What do you mean? Well, yeah, well, I mean, what were you in court for? What was the... What was the Dude, you know, they were, tell, they were saying I owed them hundreds of thousands of dollars, man. They were trying to say I owed them all this And money. for what? The IRS. The okay. I mean, why, did, you, did you owe it to them, or, or why didn't you owe it to them, or why did they think you did if you didn't? Why would I? <laughs> That, that's is a this big your question. first time, like on? Well, maybe on you call? did like I did, and you and you fired. Yeah, this is my first time, so I don't I don't know what you guys are talking about. I've listened to a little piece of some other shows, but uh, um, well, no, yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't believe I owed anything to anybody because there is no such thing as the IRS, and it is a voluntary system. I mean, I don't, I just, I'm not against anybody. I'm not. I know who I am and what I'm not. You know, that's why I wrote. The Attorney General, the U.S. Attorney General. I mean, you know, well, I, I, ask, but you I mean, have to go up. through. You have to go through proper channels, man. I mean, you can't just go out there and start trying to just do this to get out of stuff. That's, I mean, it's bigger than that. It's, it's not just getting out of anything. That's why I paid. That's why I paid. That's why I paid them on my way out because I screwed up. I didn't didn't understand it at that point. So I just thought it was dishonorable for me not to do it. Yeah, well, I'm having I have a little trouble understanding how, on one hand, you guys can say there's no fraud involved, and then on the other hand, you can tell me that there's 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 no IRS and it doesn't exist. And I mean, how, how can yeah, you but they tell you that if you're they consenting tell you that, to though. pay taxes and you and you consent and send in the 1040 on a voluntary basis, there's no fraud there. You you consented. You signed. Well, yeah, it's just paper. like how, it's like you said a few minutes ago. You, you said it's Hold on. If you remember when you, you just said to. about the all-capital name? 
Right, yeah. That it wasn't you and it wasn't real? Well, dude, that's what they use. Like, you should know that because you knew that about yourself. It's in their con. It's in the contract. It's they tell you, man. I promise you. It's. It'd I mean, that the you answer. get the, the the document comes and there's this big capital I, capital R, capital S, and it's addressed to an all capital name, and you opened it and read it. So I guess you believe you're the all capital name. And by going well, into that dimension, not to make that assumption. I mean, that, that's, I, I get a, that's a it. That's reasonable assumption for anybody, any human being. Well, let me ask so you this, that, okay? So that's, so that's duplicitous. I mean, you can't say that's no. not fraudulent if that's going to be anybody's Hold assumption. On. I don't, you know? Hold on a second. Like, let me ask you this, okay? When you were in English class in school, okay? And, you know, I suck at English, so just bear with me. When you were in English class, did they ever teach you to write sentences in all capital words? No, I, I understand where you're going with it, but I mean, just the fact that that, that kind of trickery is so pervasive. It's it, not you can't, trickery, it's, dude. It's English. It's just like knowing <laughs> one plus one is two. It's not trickery. Uh, he's it's saying, ignorance. He's saying, the, he's no, it's that, ignorance. Yeah, he's saying that on our part. part. When you're you're never yeah. exposed to that information anywhere, you're I never, know, dude. You, you yeah. know, it sucks. Uh-huh. Welcome to the suck. That's why we do this basically, show. Yeah. Basically, they're just they're just they're just good players, bro. They just you know. I you mean, got, here's the thing. Here's the thing, dude. They know it. Like this is the other part of the argument that I think everybody misses. Look, the judges know it. The senators know it. The congressmen know it. The president knows it. They know it. How come they know it and we don't? Because they don't sit around watching TV and going to football games. Dick Cheney doesn't even own a television. Neither does Donald Rumsfeld. He never watches television. He doesn't want to be programmed. Well, that's my point, though. Those guys, they know the deal. So, I, you know, I think it's – and lawyers, especially when they've been in the game a bit, the fact is, man, it's like you can't be a welder if you don't go to welding school. And if we don't study and pay attention to the, I mean, think about it. I mean, I did this a long time. I don't discuss religion and politics. Believe it or not, I used to say that. I don't want to talk about politics and religion. Dude, it's the two most governing things in your life. And we kind of have that, we, we have that complacency about a lot of stuff. So it's unfair to say it's fraud. When those dudes do know what words mean and they use them properly, and you read them, and you don't understand it because you don't understand proper English, and you don't understand that they're speaking dog Latin, to be fair, I do not see how that means they're 100% at at, at fault. Because the the fact is, what they're doing, you believe in capitalism? Uh, I you believe am in capitalism? Really kind of mixed on it. I believe in a free market. Okay. I don't believe in government involvement right. in, in the market. Well, here's the deal. They're just capitalizing on the fact that you'd rather watch a football game than read a law book. I don't They're just capitalists, dude. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's an analogy, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah but I, I don't I, – yeah. In the I beginning, it, but I, 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 I beg to differ about it being duplicitous. It's, it's, it's natural. definitely duplicitous. It's natural. When people find this information out for the first time, they go through a phase of first is denial and then it's anger. 
and then it's acceptance and you know willingness to you know whatever the next couple steps of the you know stages of grief are but the second stage is is anger you get pissed off you know that that yeah. i used that to say the same stuff <laughs> i used to say you the know? same stuff you're saying and, and most people are in denial you know most people are just like oh that's not true none of that's true it's all just hogwash you know it's like okay fine and they and they 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 capitalize on you saying that you know on the masses saying that you know it's all hogwash believe, and, uh, believe it or not the more angry you get the harder it is for you to prevail yeah yeah and i i went through the same thing i mean i'm i recognize how you know how how you're expressing yourself and and what sean's saying because i went through the same exact thing you know i was pissed for years about stuff and i was i was grumbling and and you know pounding my fist on the table and you know but i was still playing the game and um it took me it took me a while to unwind from it you'll think twice about calling that man sitting behind the bench honorable i guarantee it yeah oh yeah well I, I hey hey that. and that's another thing this is important okay you gotta remember man i told somebody this today i don't remember why it it came up but you're not fighting the judge. Yeah, yeah. You are not fighting the judge or the court. As a matter of fact, you're not fighting anybody. The judge is there to administrate whatever laws before the court. If somebody brings in an administrative, quote, law, um, that's the law before the court. And he's going to honor the procedures for that. And he's going to honor the procedures for this. And he's going to, if it's this type of thing, family court, they're going to honor. So what you have to do is figure out who you are so that you can flip the court into your law. That's the key to the whole thing. Because man's law trumps that every time. That's not law. Well, so so what steps the what set where, where do you start then? I mean, if you're if you're in my position, well, I, I told mean, you the first if, thing if, you if have if, to if like you know if if the if the taxes have been applied to the you know to their to the entity, uh, my all caps name, but I am not that person. Then how do I go about saying well then that's not who I am? I mean, you, you know what I mean? I mean, how do you go about? not being that person. I mean, because ultimately, my stuff's in that name. As I mean, the fact that my bank account, they can still lean that. doesn't matter whether I call myself a man or whether I'm the entity they say I am. I mean, the, the ultimate thing is the same, right? Um, you do understand you know where you that right from. now you have a notice of lien, right? Well, I don't even I don't even have a notice of lien per per se because I, I I hired an attorney before I started really learning any of this so that he could help me hopefully negotiate a, a better a better deal. Um, I mean now I recognize it. I don't know that that was probably a bad thing to do. Uh, speaking to folks like you, it doesn't sound like that's a wise thing to do. But you know that's what that's what you thought you need to do. Yeah, I mean I would never do that, but I can't. You know, obviously I won't tell you what you have to do or anything, but. Yeah, I would never hire an attorney, ever. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's the impression I get from people who are in this. I understand that they're not there to, to assist me. They're there to assist the system. Um, but, you know, when you owe a ton of money and you're hoping to get it reduced or at least have someone help you kind of figure out, you know, what your options are, you know, but most people think that's the place to go. I promise you the attorneys, the prosecutors, the DAs, and the judges all hang out together when you don't see them. Then they drink and laugh their asses off about shit. I oh, I, yeah. I I have no doubt. I got sued when I was in college for a roommate's rent that didn't get paid. And when I was in court, I mean, I was watching the... I was watching the attorneys and the, and the judges yucking it up. I mean, I, I saw it when I was, you know, 20 years old. Um, so I, I have no doubt that that's true. So, so again, I'm still back in the same position of like, so what, what steps do I take to dissociate myself from my all caps name and say, well, that, that shit's not mine. That was taxed to an entity that I don't represent anymore. Understanding creation, where you come from, how you were created, more of um, your purpose as a man entity um, to the world as opposed to in the real laws that, that surround us each and every day, the tides, the seasons, um, the, you know, the astrological stuff, the sun rising, the sun setting. I mean, those are, those are all real laws. Dead tree falling is a, is a law. Um, but getting into the contractual aspect and getting to the, the, the education that's been handed out and dealt unknowingly and unbeknownst. So it's hard to really point the finger at the other side and say, damn them all damn them all because we've all been there i i think all of us for the most part have had that sort of indoctrination with like what sean was saying the spelling and so forth um so you know it's more understanding law more so than real law like an earthquake happening like you know all these people that live on on the Hawaiian here if you know yeah Chris, I, the, here's what I'm going to say to you, man. I I really think you'd probably have to talk to John and I on the side for a few minutes because there's so many things you would have to do, but you also have to understand yeah. what those things what those things will cause. You have yeah. to you have to see that. So we're going to have to really. We're going to have to really talk to you for just a few minutes or so and see, get us on the same page. It's, yeah, it's no, I'd be happy to. And, I, you know, I don't want to you, take uh, the whole show. Um, well, it's not, it's not that. It's just, it's, it's, again, without seeing the particulars, man, they're very, very difficult questions to answer. Every case is different. Every case is the same. Yeah. But, well, yeah, I think no, it's, I JC, it's John, it's JC, is it JC and... JC Shaman and Bob, what is it? JC Baba. JC and Shaman at Gmail. Oh, that's the other website. I couldn't remember. I was bleeding them together. Sorry. I don't ever look at that website, by the way, anybody. John has that. I can't get it on my phone for some reason. You should send yeah, us your well, number and number and email and stuff, and maybe we can have a, a quick kind of. Chad, just see where we're at. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather not go into all my particulars on, you know, on. Over yeah, this, that's not. That's why mind, I'm also being a little evasive because you don't need to be discussing the particulars of your case. I'm yeah, kind of trying yeah, to hint no, I mean, that. You never. You don't want to put it out on the air. Yeah, I mean, I've, uh, I've, I don't mind really saying what I've said. I mean, it's, pre- it's pretty much public knowledge at this point, anyway, as far as I know. Um, but you know, I get more specific than. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to collect information. So, um, I mean, I would, I'd be happy to talk to somebody. It's getting kind of late. I need to say goodnight to my kids and stuff. So, I mean, but I would, you know, if you guys are available and willing to do that, I'd, I'd be happy to pick your brains and, you know, tell you what's going on. Good okay. Okay, so um, how, how where's that information go? Do you, who do I send it to? There's an email in the uh, in the chat. Can you see the chat, or are you calling in? Yeah, I'm calling in, but I couldn't. I, I tried to get on several times, but I couldn't. I kept getting a network error. It's J C Shaman at and there's yeah. an and in there. Yeah, I see J C and Shaman at Gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just shoot you an email, give you my contact information, and you guys reach out whenever you can. Sounds good, brother. Okay, well, look, thanks, thanks for your help, y'all. I'll, uh, I'll get in touch with you, and we'll see what we see. Thanks for your time. All right. No, no problem. All right, man. Thanks for coming out. All right. Yep, absolutely. Bye-bye. Thanks for Thanks for the call. All right, well, I don't see uh, Mindy on anymore. I guess she uh, hopped off the phone. Traveler I One has his hand up, so Traveler One, you're unmuted. Hey, I wanted to ask a question. Um, if uh, someone got an attorney, did they have to show up at an arraignment, or can the attorney do it? The attorney can do it. Uh, But if you have an attorney, I I would talk with the attorney about that because even though they can do it, you know, the court might want you in there. The attorney might want you there in case he wants to put you on the stand. You know, there's a whole lot of stuff to that. So, you know, like if you have an attorney, the attorney can show up in your absence. How about power of attorney? No. What about power of attorney? Oh, I made an agreement with another man. Give him power of attorney. Who actually went in and was able to look at the file. And he photographed it for me. And I got an arraignment, and the last time I went there, I got arrested. I'm just getting sick of getting arrested for the uh, bench warrant for failure to appear that I was there and all that crazy stuff. So I was wondering if I could send in uh, my power of attorney who seems willing to do it to uh, go in. So I'm thinking they got another bench warrant out. Well, I'm yeah, I mean, anyway. yeah, I mean, you know, 
they could go in, but they're they're not going to count it as you being present. You know, like like an attorney's actually there. Yeah, honestly, I think that you're just going to irritate them more than anything. That's that's kind of my opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's irritating getting arrested for nothing. Yeah, it's irritating. Every time you go in without the attorney, you've been arrested, right? Uh, without an attorney, yeah. Okay, so the attorney is gonna. Well, it's not. It's not an attorney. I I gave this guy power of attorney. I made up a little form, got it notarized, registered in the county deed, and the clerk put it in the file. Hey, see, what's the, what's the deal? I'm I'm getting my ears are ringing with about notice of appearance that I've heard you guys talk about. I'll let you take it. On my situation, or just in general? It, particularly in your situation, you know, each time you've gone in oh. by yourself has has a notice of appearance because in a situation where you would hire a, a representative, right? I didn't. They go. I didn't in. hire. I didn't hire him. I made a contract, common law contract, with a man. Give him power of attorney of my affairs. Okay, but when... And, okay, when, and I, I got it all registered in files. The clerk, the head clerk, the one that hates me, took it and then gave the guy the files so he could look at them. So he's being treated as an attorney, in my opinion. No, I mean, like I've said before, man, those files are public record. They have to give you the file. But they didn't. They, she wouldn't let me have them. It's like they're not recognizing him. I was standing at the window. I asked to see the bench warrant. She, well, she did show me that eventually. First she said no. And then I asked to see the file. She said no. Get him out of here. And that's when they, that's when I was arrested. I come down to sign the release or whatever it is. And then she pulled that away and said, get him out of here. And they dragged me right back to jail. So I was just hoping that uh, since she did accept him as an attorney, basically gave him the file. And if he's willing to do it, it'll probably be a good experiment. And it probably just cost me a bench warrant and a new date. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling you, man, that I can go down there and pull that file without I being know. I know. But how come but I couldn't? The fact that she gave him the file doesn't mean that she's treating him like an attorney. Maybe not. And but the when the bench one, I had some people at checking on the bench one. They wouldn't give anybody a copy, and that's public knowledge.
And what else has she done? I've returned all her mail fraud. And the last one, she slipped in on that release paper and marked on it, hand-delivered. But I've notified them. I'm not. I'm not on your team here, fellas. But anyway, I'll give it a try. We'll find out what happens. Just got to keep fighting the fight here. Well, what else are you going to do? Give up? No, I can't do that. And then I'm studying this habeas corpus when I can, and. Because uh, that ain't right. Put out a bench warrant for a guy who's got a stamped copy of a notice of appearance. That's evil. I was questioning. I was like, how in the hell are they pulling that off? Isn't there a notice of appearance? But apparently you've got a stamped copy, so that answers that question. Wow. How many people are on the call tonight? Um, that's a good number. There's probably 17 or 18. A couple of people just jumped off. Does anybody have any questions about anything? Anybody else? There was supposed to be... I was just... yeah, I was, uh... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just thinking about the snake story that you, you, you always tell, Sean. <laughs> The snake uh, guy. <laughs> I was thinking about that snake story, you know, about in regards to the last caller, um, the guy in the, you know. Oh, the snake across the street thing. Yeah, I was just thinking to myself, like, is a snake fraudulent? Like, would you yell at a snake and say you're? Fra-? I don't know. <laughs> I was just kind of ruminating on some of that. Some well, of that conversation. Well, here's here's. Here's the thing, too. I think people kind of misunderstand. I mean, I probably need to try to figure out a different way of putting it. I'm not saying they're not using magic. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not saying, I mean, but here, here's what it really boils down to, okay? It's like 20 guys got in a room and said, look, man, uh, we don't like living like that, so we're going to create our own language. And we're going to live in our own little kingdom, and we're going to serve our own little needs. Okay, we're going to sell, We're going to create this entity, and the first thing is is they have the right to do that, and the second thing is they have a right to do everything within it that they wish, even if we think it's wrong. So the problem isn't that they have created their own language in terms of art uh, or even a system. The problem is we have forgotten who we are yeah. and we get pulled into the web. And they really do tell you that's the whole point because what it does is they're casting a spell over you with words. That's what they're doing with spellings, man. Right. It's word magic. It's- and it traps yeah. your mind, and that's why it's like, where do I start? Well, you start with figuring out what language you're speaking. Like, how are you, you going to solve the question of who you are 
if you don't even know what the essence of that word means, comparative to the way you've thought about it. You know, it's not, I know it sounds like I'm being evasive or giving some BS answer, but I'm really not. I mean, I, I, you know, for the people who are Christians on the call, I mean, Christ came down as the living word, and he taught people parables. Like, he spoke, he preached, he proclaimed, he uttered. Um, the whole universe is contingent upon vibration, and those words mean something. So if you're taught that they mean the wrong thing, you're in the wrong vibration. You're in the wrong dimension. And the only, the only solution that really fixes it is knowledge. I mean, that's guns don't fix it. Knives don't fix it. Hate doesn't fix it. Fear doesn't fix it. Blame. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's simple as this. One plus one is two. One plus one is two. That's it. You're either free or you're not. You're either responsible or you're not. I think it, it, um, like what you're saying about seeing the, seeing where, where they told you, that, that's, that, that takes some time, you know, because then after you start to, you know, okay, you learn some things, you look at some, um points where where you were told and you go geez that's kind of clear and then you see another another spot where it's like you know where they told you something hey and it's hey john apparent, oh sorry you know sorry, sorry. yeah, yeah I, I, it I just takes time to lag again yeah me too um it just takes time to to see where they told you and then you realize geez you know was it really that fraudulent and it's more like it's more like man those they're tricky they're just tricky they're so tricky they're so smooth and it's like wow like it's almost like i mean i'm kind of in awe sometimes about oh how you mean like they're a snake smooth. like uh like satan how, how smooth. subtle <laughs> How smooth yeah, it is subtle. and how subtle it's just like you little bastard. Like kind of like I'm, I'm I'm almost like, you know, in not ad, admiring the honest, but just like kind of a little bit maybe, like, wow, that's that's pretty. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty amazing. Let me make sure I don't mess with that. You know what I mean? Like, hey, uh, I mean, hey, John. I've, I've killed a couple snakes. And, and uh, hey, John, yeah. do you remember that? Yeah, Sean, you remember that guy that came on that time and he was all pissed off and he was reading something out of title 18 and we went to cornell law and i went over and i clicked on the words and he and i and we read it to him and it was actually for the like i don't remember what code it was guys it's on one of our shows but anyway it was in title 18 and there was some word and he was reading it and putting that word into a, a the definition as he understood it and I took him to it, and I'm like, look, dude, it says right here, for the purpose of this statute, this means this. And the very next number up, it meant something completely different. And that's another thing that they do. Like, people will read something in the code, the IRS code or the U.S. code, and it, you know, it'll say exemption, you know. And it'll mean this for the purposes of this particular statute, and then they give you an understanding of why they're doing that. 
and then you get it. You should just go read some of the codes on Cornell. And, uh, and then the very next one, you click on it, and it'll mean almost exactly the opposite. And they can do that. It's just like the queen in Alice in Wonderland when she just, every time she started losing croquet, she just changed the rules. And Alice says, well, that's not fair. And she goes, well, of course it is. It's my game. And that goes back. It's like we say, we go and we say, like, hey, you can't tell me what to do with my property. You have to do this. That's the problem with Americans. Everybody's always got their nose up everybody's ass trying to tell them what to do and what to think. If everybody would mind their own business and worry about themselves, they probably wouldn't have very many problems. But everybody always wants to force their belief on other people. That's where you get in trouble, man. That's where you start wars. That's where you have hate. So you can't tell them that they can't. You can't tell them they can't use Title 18, but you don't need to be using it to qualify your belief either. Like, how are you going to say that their stuff's wrong and then turn right around and read it to them and then quote it to them like they have to? They have to obey it. You just said it was wrong. Well, why in the hell would they do it? Right. You see so what I'm trying saying? to use trying to use their, when you their stuff to protect a, a love letter and, and a code so the teachers and everybody else couldn't read it. You know, code. That's exactly what it is. Code. You know, hey, when I was a cop and I turned my life and siren on, you know what they told me I was doing? I was running code. So I was a policy enforcer running code. That's what the phrase was? Yeah. Hmm. Hey, with all this you, trickery, speak I'm... code, we speak in code, 10 four covers code 3, uh, code 10 8. 10 yeah. 200. I mean, I even spoke in code on the radio. Yeah, what was the code for taking? Ten one. I gotta go ten one. <laughs> ten one hundred. Who? Somebody's saying what code for what? Somebody's in the background. Um, this, all this trickery with the language you were talking about. Have you heard mention of uh, quantum parse syntax grammar? It's actually quite uh, interesting, that, and it, it it really tears. Uh, it tears it apart what they're doing on the written. You talking about that numbers? That number yes. thing? Where, yes. No, oh my gosh, dude, that stuff. Gee whiz, that stuff makes me just. I just go into seizures. Well, if you're you're into grammar, it's all proper. Oh, I'm into it's grammar, like, but that stuff just goes. It's like, oh my gosh, I just I don't care. I I don't consent. <laughs> I just I don't consent because I don't understand that stuff, man. Fine, but I think uh, I think more people should look into it. Oh, I don't I don't disagree. That stuff's fascinating. I'm just not smart enough. It's going to help you in hey, your Sean, communication. I got a I got a question for you, Sean, or or somebody else, just about maybe um, some of the history behind the longhand, um, you know, cursive writing. Longhand penmanship. Oh, um, that's John's corner, no. buddy. Yeah, that's John. That's John all day. Is is JC still here? Is he taking a nap? <laughs> uh, I'm here. Hey, what's up, dude? I don't know Hello? if you heard what he asked. Did you hear what he asked you? Hello. Yo, I was just asking about the. Longhand, maybe maybe if we could discuss a little bit or learn a little bit about 
Um, you know, longhand cursive writing, penmanship. Well, cursive, I think, is the curse self, but I don't know the history mm -hmm. of it. I don't know if John can still hear or not, but that definitely is John. Maybe in res maybe in res in respect to um, you know, when you're writing a notice or or a document, you know, for yourself by hand and um. You know why why you wouldn't want to use that style of writing? Well, I, I wouldn't use it just because I think it's easier to read print. So, but I don't, I don't right. necessarily think there's anything wrong with using, you know, cursive style writing. I think it falls right in line with spell. Spell and spelling. You're going to curse them. You're going to give them a spell. Is there a difference between print and cursive in their legal realm in any manner? In their dog language, yeah. Yeah, they speak dog Latin. But that's not used in open forum, right? That's not used in disclosure. Honesty, facts, truth. It's all right there in front of you if so, you know how to so you know how know, to interpret it, it. It gets modified with their grammar. You start using so adverbs. Yeah, I knew it was their language. I just didn't know how far into it it really went. I didn't know that cursive was like so. Cursive was like one hundred percent their language. What type? You just, what type of language? Well, I mean, the legal language. He's asking you if cursive is legalese. Yeah, because usually you can't read it when somebody signs it. How many judges' signatures can you read? Yeah, but that's not legalese. Or doctors. Well, well or that's not. That's just a signature, man. That's not. That's not legalese Respect. per se. It's yeah. corporate. In, it's in fiction. Respect to what... no, no, it's not if you sign mark. something. It's just a mark, yeah, man. You got to sign your document. To identify you by. You know, it's it's nothing nefarious. I can I can guarantee it. And I've actually seen a judge literally sign NA. Great. Um, anyways, uh, speaking of how honest they are. I like reading through some state constitutions because, you know, state constitutions are pretty cool. Plus, in the Article of Rights, it typically lists things that were very well-known common law rights when the Constitution was written. And I ran across this. This is really interesting. Again, it's the Massachusetts Constitution, Part the First, Article Six. No man nor corporation or association of men have any other title to obtain advantages or particular and exclusive privileges distinct from those of the community. Then what arises from the consideration of services rendered to the public? And this title being in nature neither hereditary nor transmissible to children or descendants or related or relations by blood, the idea of a man born a magistrate, lawgiver, or judge 
is absurd and unnatural. <laughs> and that's right out of their constitution. And what I find really interesting is because they call it lawgiver. They say lawgiver throughout this constitution a lot. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because when a government is acting good, that's about the best thing they can do is give the people law. Because, of course, they don't create it. They didn't make the law. The law was here way before governments existed. It'll be here way after they're gone. So the only thing that a good government can do is give the law to the people, is uphold the law. And right now they're doing a pretty crappy job of that. But I thought it was really interesting because right there they tell you, nah, you're a man, you're not a magistrate, you're not a lawgiver or a judge, you know, you're a man first. Sounds like a but man which constitution a good letter. Was that? JC, what, which one was that? Which, which constitution that's, was that? That's the Massachusetts constitution. Yes. So Massachusetts has a really good constitution. Um, instead of having articles with sections, it has part the first, part the second, articles of amendment. Um, and then in the parts, like it, it has articles, like everything's numerated. Um, so it's pretty interesting. Most constitutions, state constitutions, typically your declaration of rights is the first article. Sometimes it's the third. Um, and then uh, you have sections in that article, and then typically it will move on to legislature or the right of suffrage or something else like that. Mainly like the, uh, you know, the Declaration of Rights from state constitutions, because it, it lets people know what, what the law recognized as good law 100 years ago that mm -hmm. everybody just kind of knew. You can tell by the way they handle court cases and criminals, like if somebody stole a horse or something like that. Dude, there was no... And you, you, you stole a horse? Yeah, okay, kill him. <laughs> Next day, you were dead. That's common law, man. You don't take a man's horse. You murder somebody? Bam, you're gone the next day. Can't pay that debt. Only time you went to prison is if you couldn't pay the debtor. Nowadays, it's people don't realize what a privilege it is sometimes to go to prison. Look at people who rape kids and kill them and stuff, and they're on death row for 25 years. Shit. At least they're alive. How they're looking at it. Um, this JC, just funny, man. Back. The board is saying that I have hopped off the call. I wonder if Mindy's still on the call and I just can't see her. No, I think she got tired. Uh, left. I don't see her. Well, I know that people have been on the call and, and the board will actually say they're gone. Like right now it's saying that I'm not on the call. Uh, that's weird. I don't, it doesn't show that here. I can't see it, so. 
So that's interesting, oh, well. JC, about what you said, just about what, um, you know, being able to read the document and, uh, you know, if you're going to express yourself and you, and you want to try Hello? to be crystal clear, then can you hear me? Oh, maybe yeah, I can not. now. It keeps on breaking in and out for me for some reason. Weird. So what were you saying? No, I was just saying, um, I just, I thought it was a um, good little point that you had just about just the clarity of printing rather than writing longhand. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're going to be trying to express yourself and, and write in a document that you're trying to, exp you know, express yourself and make yourself crystal clear about um, what you're saying, I guess, uh, you don't want to leave you don't want to leave any you know chance for error with um you know maybe sloppy uh sloppy longhand yeah you <laughs> want to make sure your your stuff is perfectly expressed hey before i forget this um it's going to sound a little cheesy but you know i get it's really easy to get frustrated doing this kind of stuff cuz you know it's a different way of living. And uh, so I personally appreciate everybody who comes out to these shows and does research. Even if you're just getting started, don't get downhearted, man. If you stay with it, I'm telling you, it starts, it gets clear. You just got to be open. And you got John and I were talking about this this afternoon. You know, John and I have some vastly different viewpoints on things. Um, and we have some incredibly similar ones. Sam and I are kind of moderate, and there's really nothing at this juncture in our lives to be at war about. And the fact is, we're probably both, well, not probably, we're both right and wrong about things. You know, everybody is. So it's really important to remember that, that everybody uh, can be right. So just keep an open mind, keep pedaling ahead. But, you know, the numbers are starting to grow. I mean, people are starting to wake up. But, of course, you know, the more the more we wake up, the harder they're going to push. Yeah. But, well, but speaking you know, sometimes of, that's a good thing. Speaking of numbers growing, you know, I mean, even the show is picking up. Like, we're consistently getting 150 downloads every week. You know, consistently. That's a far cry yeah. from last year. Well, you know, and, you know, we have loose, like tonight was a little loose. We talked about a lot of philosophical stuff or current events. But, you know, more people come on, hopefully they ask more poignant questions about things and we can help them. I mean, and you guys can help them. I mean, everybody's learning. So that's great. Yeah. I concur. I concur. Um, Rudy was asking in the chat about the uh, the show, JC, that you mentioned that you're going to be on. It's going to you're doing it tomorrow, but it's going to air on Sunday. You said Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's Stan? Stan, you still on, buddy? Stan's been really quiet. 
Which means he's asleep. Probably. I'm past passing out. I'm going to bed. Night, guys. Good show. Uh, night. Good night, Christmas. Yeah, I, I need week. to head that way, too. Yeah. Later, guys. Talk to you tomorrow, Chris. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm ready to go to the crash myself, buddy. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'm probably going right, to end sure. it here in, in just a few minutes somebody, anyways. I was headed that way. I think somebody's trying to ask something. No, I was just going to say, JC, I can, you know, we can post that link if you, you know, if we you get it tomorrow morning or whatever, we can start putting it on the group page or whatever. And Yeah, I mean, I actually <laughs> wanted to link up, um, you know, this evening, but I don't know what's going on. So, uh, you know, Bobby, the guy who's doing, who's hosting the show, he sent me a link, but it's only on Facebook that I have it. And, you know, I, I'm signed in on Facebook with my phone, but I don't remember how to sign in on Facebook, so I can't sign in with the computer. So I got no real good way of moving it around. Right. Is there, an, um, is there any way we can look it up real quick or? Maybe. I don't know. Well, that's why I was trying to see if Stan's there because you know, Stan would probably have an easier way of moving that link around. So, but I think he's gone kind of quiet. All's quiet before the stand. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought we covered some good stuff tonight, Sean. I, I, I like some of that. I like the philosophical discussions that come out of, you know, the more kind of pertinent, like technical um, questions that come up, you know, and then they lead into these conversations that can help. Um, that can I mean, help they're really one the same, though. I mean, I think yeah, John yeah, agrees exactly. with like, if you don't understand. I mean, it's, they're really one and the same, man. And even my yeah. wife sometimes, yeah. why do you say that stuff? It's like, well, when you do figure it out, you'll understand why. It'll yeah, actually exactly. end up being it's, more uh, important than the other part. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to crash. It's been fun. I enjoyed it tonight. So thanks to everybody and thanks John for running the board and everything and y'all have a good one. Keep your heads low. Thanks a lot, yep. John. I'll second that. Thanks everybody for coming out. Rudy Stranger five seven one. Um Traveler One. And of course Shaman, J D and, and Chris and and Stan all the usual all the usual delinquents and we'll be back here next week at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and as soon as I I get that link I'll try and put it up somewhere uh, the show won't air until Sunday so worst comes to worst I, I will definitely have the link and have it up next week on the show so. hey let me ask you if you come up with any wild ideas let, let me know my crazy story here. 
All right, man. Cool. All right. All right, guys. Good night. All right. Good night, Sean. Good night, everybody. Good night, Thanks. Buddy. Thanks, JC. Good night, John. Good night, John Boy. Good night, everyone. <laughs>